And the UK Report is brought to you by eWallet Pro from FNB Business. FNB, how can we help you? A division of First Rand Bank Limited, an authorised FSP and credit provider. Illegal migrant arrests. Tell us about that, Adam. Morning. Morning, John. Yeah, 27,000 people suspected of illegally entering the UK have been arrested in the last three years. Those figures out this morning are police figures that have been officially confirmed. And that's not 27,000 people, as I immediately thought, maybe arrested at ports or airports or sort of stopped at the Channel Tunnel. That's 27,000 people who've got in and are often picked up at motorway service stations or truck stops or in occasions railway stations or other transport hubs, bus stations, etc. So they made their way in and have got somewhere, as it were, having hidden in lorries in a lot of cases and uh, backs of lorries, under lorries, etc. etc. That's an awful lot of people and as one Home Office official has put it, it's hardly a long-term solution to the problem of migration and uh, as another Home Office committee chairman has put it that this shows our borders are not tight. I mean, we always think, you know, we're an island, we're, we're kind of a bit more immune, if you can put it like that from this situation, but but clearly, people are getting in. And that's 27,000 people who have been caught. How many people have not been caught is the other question. And the answer, we don't know. So it remains such a big issue. And if nothing else, then humanitarian-wise, uh, uh, 27,000 people clinging to the underside of lorries and risking life and limb is not really the way to go, is it? Absolutely. What's happening with Brexit? That's all gone quite quiet. It has, hasn't it? And I think one or two people have noticed it's gone a bit quiet. Uh, so, for instance, the German uh, vice-chancellor, the deputy chancellor, Sigmar Gabriel, uh, widely quoted here as saying that basically get a blooming move on, will you Brits, and don't expect too much from the deal or the EU will go down the drain, as he put it. But Theresa May is um, chairing a cabinet meeting this week and she's basically asked her ministers to come up with how they can negotiate Brexit, what they can do in their department departments and in their specialist areas to make sure that, you know, we leave smoothly and the ideas for negotiating the deal and so forth. It's claimed, though, that the Chancellor, Philip Hammond, and a whole bunch of civil servants have been acting against it. And indeed, it's very interesting this. A senior man in a suit has said, well, actually, do you know, we don't need to actually Brexit, we could very quietly kind of remain, <laughs> like no one will notice. Uh, we can, as it were, sign up to the European single market, which means therefore we have to tick all sorts of boxes. And so though, although technically we wouldn't be in the European Union, like Norway, we would have to do certain things in order to have certain benefits. Could we really be members of the EU through the back door <laughs> after all that referendum stuff? It's a, quite a thought. Smoke and mirrors and optimistic or at least at least promising noises about Parkinson's disease, that terribly debilita debilitating and sad uh, affliction. Yes, absolutely. And what they're talking about is a possible early detection test and obviously something important in tackling dementia because Parkinson's can take years to detect and define and therefore early detection uh, can help with with treatment and cure. I mean, this is not a treatment or a cure, but it, the idea is that early detection can lead to that path. And what they've basically done is researchers at the University of Edinburgh, uh, actually the way I'm going to say it here sounds terribly easy, and very. but anyway, this is how I, I've read it. They have essentially found a molecule in spinal fluid, and if that molecule, that protein molecule, turns sticky then that is an indication of Parkinson's. And obviously, you could only test it in laboratory conditions. And in their tests, very high success rate. So a sticky molecule in your spine, basically, is the giveaway. Um, but I suppose you... 
to carry out that test, you kind of have to have an early indication mm. as well, and that's another step. All right, but at least it's something. And briefly, you got two more tough but daft world championships. Well, here's the idea. We keep inventing sports so that we can win them, and then other people come and join in, and we don't win them anymore, so we invent something else. So we've just had the World Bog Snorkeling Championships. This is uh, the 31st World Bog Snorkeling Championships. You snorkel through a fetid, murky peat bog. But on top of that, in Flanerted Wells in Wales, they've now had the World Mountain Bike Bog Snorkeling Championships. There's a clue <laughs> in the name there. Everything... You do in bog snorkeling, except you do it on a lead-weighted bicycle. And then on top of that, they've also had the world's first bog snorkeling triathlon. So you swim, you bike, and you run through a muddy swamp. I'm just wondering if we can get even more extreme. Why don't we throw in a parachute and ironing board and you have to carry your wife on your back for next year? Why don't you bog off? <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Adam. Thanks very much indeed. I'm only joking. Adam from the UK.